0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran.
2: Good morning and welcome. As of late, have you found yourself moving into places that seem a little bit unknown? Or have you been clinging to what has been known but been wanting to step into deeper, different waters? Oftentimes in life, we get the opportunity to move into spaces of ourselves that we don't even know. And it's very easy to stay as to who we are When we find ourselves on a path that seems to go in many different directions, how do we possibly choose which direction to go? Well, my dear friend Colette Baron reed is here today, and she definitely knows about uncharted territory, and she also knows about the maps that we take. We have something in common. We're both a little bit of a rebel, and we like to go out into the unknown. So when you go deep within yourself to discover who you really are and what you desire at your very core, you get past any limited notions about what's going to give you a sense of fulfillment and purpose. You find that to co-create something truly new, you have to evolve into the person who can step into your new life with confidence and ease. There's no way to sustain the changes you manifest if you're looking for the outside, to change first. You'll get stuck operating according to subconscious patterns mapped into your brain long ago. You'll become trapped in an old story about who you are, and that doesn't match up with what you want to experience. Who knew that the journey outward was really a journey inward? Well, you're going to discover just that and how incredible both can be as we talk to Colette baron reed about her book, Uncharted, and also about her new oracle school, because we all need some assistance along the way. The book is Uncharted The Journey Through Uncertainty to Infinite Possibility. And Colette Baron Reed is the best selling author of Messages of Spirit, Messages from Spirit, and The Map. She is An internationally acclaimed intuition expert and the host of the TV show Messages from Spirit. She's also a best-selling international author and an oracle expert, published in 27 languages, a keynote speaker, a recording artist, and an entrepreneur. She's known for her laser-sharp, intuitive insights, and she brings audiences to both laughter and tears, whether packed auditoriums or private clients from across 29 countries. Welcome back, Colette, to 1111 Talk Radio. It's always a pleasure to have you here.
3: Yeah, great so nice to talk to you again. I've been following your travels over the past few years, so it's been fun watching you and seeing some of their beautiful photographs. You had some cool clothes too. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: it, if we can't have fun dressing up, then what's the point, right? <laughs> That's
3: right. I was like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> you got know, a book- fringed outfit on one of the pictures you have. I'm like going, I want to go shopping with her. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, anytime. Yeah. Oh my god!
2: You know the the book Uncharted really is, and the map. Both of your books mm-hmm. are really uh, resonant to me, especially after having gone on the Rebel Road and walked so much of this journey myself, in my own way, and having gleaned my own wisdom that that also comes through your books. It's it's beautiful, especially now to help people realize we are stepping into the unknown, whether we like it or not, whether we're conscious or not about it. We are in a place very much of an unknown, and that place that we keep trying to step outward is truly also a path that goes inward. Talk a little bit about your path outward that led you back to the inward journey that gave you all of this wisdom.
3: Well, okay, so that's a, I think about, if I think about outward path. I I would say, that if I look at the outward path, um, the difference between being called, which really is being called from the inside, it's not being... Even though the world may call you, it pulls you from the inside out. It's different than when you're, when you're wanting to do something, or you, you're planning, or you're, you're you know um, scheming, or, and, and with too much ambition. So I would say that I took a big detour a number of years ago when I had... Um, it was weird. I, I was really trying to find myself, and I still hadn't found what my real niche was. Like because I was good at so many things, and uh, had the, you know, it started at school back then, and uh, really wanted to kind of take it more mainstream. And uh, I found that the more I tried to become something, I was successful at it. I didn't feel me. So it was also very interesting to that when I look at that outward journey of, of you know, attempting something that was more calculated than it was organic. I mean, organically me. So um, when I, and then I got a book deal, I left Hay House and went to a bigger publisher and got a lot of money and then realized I didn't really feel right. I did, nothing felt right. So I kind of crawled back on my hands and knees to my home and uh, where I really feel good, I belong. And I realized that, you know, I had fought so many things that I do naturally because it came too easily for me, I think. Um, and wanted to construct something that uh, would be appealing. Like In my head, it would be like, oh, this will sell or this will be appealing. And so I really had to face that part of myself and, and the part of myself that wanted control over how my world was going to look or go or be and decided to completely go inward and find out what it was like for me to just really knock down all the walls and find out what really what's authentic to me. And as you know, like, you're right, I'm a big rebel. And I think I tried to get to conform. There was a a moment in time where that outward journey of the desire to conform and belong and, you know, not get trolled on the Internet or whatever, because that's what happened. It was like, "Ah!" oh, I had some pretty weird experiences online. And anyway, and then coming back to like, you know, bite me. This is who I am. And I, I had to face myself and go, you know, I cannot be all things to all people. Yes, I'm good at all these things, but what do I love? What makes me want to get up in the morning? What does spirit call me from the inside out? And it was making oracles and, and you know, being a medium and um, riding my Harley. Right? And so I really had to kind of look at that go, like, what do I love most? And what, what, where can I serve best? And instead of me dictating what it was, I said, okay, I'm going to get out of my own way which is really the foundation of my new book, Uncharted, where I talk about spirit has the form. If we dictate the form, we, we actually surrender our co-creative gifts and powers. We just say, okay, um, here's the narrow limitation that I'm willing to live through instead of tuning into infinite potential, which, which, which really makes you, um, if you're going to do that, you have to surrender your concept of form and what something is supposed to look like and just really go with what shows up. And so I walk my talk too. I mean, I really had to turn that big boat around and go, okay, I'm just going to throw up my hands in the air, just like I did when I first started doing readings 29 years ago, um, when I had no clue where my next client was going to come from. I was living hand to mouth. I, I was charged $20 an hour for reading. It was crazy. Mm. It was like, uh, and I was pursuing my career as a, as a singer, and, I, and it was the same sort of thing. I was, like, forcing this singing career forcing it, where the readings were just so effortless and easy, and people were lined up, and I didn't even know. I'm like, I don't really do this. I'm really a singer. You know, like like, that whole idea of what you think you think is right for you, and then what if it's something else, right? And so now, I have to tell you, I've never felt more sure in my life, in my life, ever about the path that I'm on, and I know that it's spirit-driven. It's, it comes from the inside out. I have no clue. I'm not overshaping it. You know, there's a fluid structure to the work that I present to people. It's very, it's highly in, in, experiential. It's, you know, I realized that I loved Harry Potter and Star Wars and Avatar. And what did I love about that? Well, it was the magic and and the fact that the world, the invisible world comes alive when we, when, you know, when we're not used to it. They're seeing through this whole other lens. And And so, you know, I kind of, had that kind of playful quality to when I put it together. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to create Oracle School. That's going to be my legacy brand. And I didn't want to do something that I would close. That was the other thing, because Master Intuitive Coach Institute was a phenomenal school, and the content was rich, and, and no one would, would say that they, they didn't get an incredible education. But now I really want to play in the spirit world. and But to you, she teach, teach people how to access their co-creative Capacity by tuning into spirit, uh, using a, a lexicon or vocabulary that the oracle offers you to have a conversation with your higher self, and really allow that highest good to show up for you. And it is complete magical. So, we did this school from the beginning last summer, and uh, I just said to a bunch of students, "Listen, you want to just—I'm not going to tell you what I'm teaching. Just—it's all going to be about oracle cards. You show up and just trust me. I'm going to charge you basically next to nothing." because you're going to be my beta group, basically my guinea pigs. So we ended up with this phenomenal six-month group of, a huge, you know, 300 students and then 250. And, um, you know, and then I, Oracle School was really born out of that because I realized, you know what, there is a need. There's a need to reclaim our magic and, and create that revolution inside us to, you know, shake off the shackles of the things that are inaccurate for us and that don't work and and we've got to stir the pot, but make it magical. And so, yeah, we're right in the middle of my launch, by the way, too. It closes on Thursday, so it's a perfect day for me to be talking to you. Anyway, I've talked too much, so you can... <laughs> I, just, like, <laughs> I was going to jump in, but <laughs> I didn't want to be <laughs> rude. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I want to get back to a couple of points that you made, because because individuals are at so many places, and sometimes it is that degree of control, that yeah. that level of wanting to to think that we know how it has to happen or that we are going to make something take place or even that we decide that we even know what our gifts are and and the direction that they're supposed to go. And we really don't have control and it's in the release of that Mm -hmm. and allowing ourselves to say, let me just stay in the moment with what I've got. And if it's starting to lead somewhere else, be okay with going down that path and seeing where that's taking me rather than controlling I've got to go here because this is what's working. This is what looks good. This is what's filling up the bank account. This is what's bringing in the people. Yeah, there's a there's a different there's a different way of living between what you said, the organic and the controlled. So for mm-hmm. people that are really in that place of, and you turn them both as small fears and as greater fears in the book, people that are in that place of saying, well, I just don't know if I can give up the control. This is what I know. What's one mm-hmm. simple step that you would say? to get into the more organic way of life would be?
3: Um, well, you know, self-awareness is key, right? So you have to first acknowledge that you have a, a sense of a need for control and familiarity. So um, I, that's a kind of a hard top. Hard, that's an interesting question. What would I tell them with that, that specific thing? Because really I, I say, like, surrender the form. Know, you know, the more, more important thing is to know how you want to feel. Because typically when we're in a control mode, we feel contracted. And so I would say, test your body. Like, do you feel relaxed and at peace with the idea of having this thing that you desire? Or do you feel driven and, and, um, and narrow? There's a, like a real, you know, you can ask yourself, how do I feel right now when I think about this thing? Like what feeling comes up? Because it's the feeling state that creates energy and energy becomes motion that then becomes frequency that then brings in the um, match in the in the field so or the divine matrix or spirit or whatever you want to call this living conscious universe so i'd say the first things first is decide how you want to feel and then let the form you know show up for you because we all know i mean i remember feeling like so driven and and I got exactly what I saw, which was the success that I got was it was not fulfilling. You know, what I mean? it didn't have that sense of feeling like, wow, as, as well that we're stories in motion, too. So we are not. That was the second point, Colette,
2: that I wanted to bring up is there is a difference between fulfillment and and what some people just call success or being OK or being content yep. There's a major difference between those two places, and sometimes they will look very different in life as well. They may not, Mm -hmm. as you go back to saying that conformity, conformity might look like the way the world has said success looks like, but fulfillment might be something completely different. different. So to Mm -hmm. choose fulfillment, uh, I have found for myself that fulfillment is really choosing the heart. and. And choosing the conformity really is going according to the head with what the direction is going. And so as we're moving into this organic nature of fulfillment, and you're saying feel into the body, which is so brilliant because that's exactly where the truth is. When we move into that place of the body, usually people first end up hitting a place of fear, a level of fear so strong that even the body constricts.
3: So, what well, how do we get into there? fear? Here's the thing, too, because, I mean, we have a propaganda right now. Uncertainty is propagandized and created into some kind of a monster so that people are, I really feel that, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but if you just look at how, what we're exposed to in the news, etc., we're really being trained to be to, to be on edge and to feel that uh, a level of uh, of fear that shuts down the capacity for us to make good decisions. And so the brain, it's just just—it's—it's it's just the way it works. If you're on high alert and you're in a stress mode, your brain doesn't receive the same information because you're not looking for it the same way. It, it, coming from that place of detached observation or that peaceful place takes work. And that's actually something I teach people in my book, Uncharted, but, and also in the school, in, in Oracle School, because it's really key is to get into that space of neutral observation where you are, you are not you, you really you reduce your stress because you are in a you are not identifying with your conditions or your or, or the or the potential perceived threats that is always being fed to us so I think people need to first identify that yes, I am fear I have fear, but the fear is a state of being, and you can get out of fear by many different exercises will help you out of fear. my exercise. I call get on your bird or get on your dragon, um, is an exercise where you literally create a sense of spatial distance in your mind and your body immediately relax, relaxes. It's just what happens. It can do it within three minutes. And so there's many different techniques out there to, to, for stress reduction, and I think that's really key because, again, you can't, you, you can't think straight. You can't feel in your heart because you're constantly on patrol and ready to bolt right so that 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 just nature of modern society is is a big piece that has to be looked at if you're really going to sink into this concept of co-creation you have to look at these parts but they're very doable
2: they're very doable something very deep doable. inside the caverns of your psyche is beginning to transform can you feel the magic beckon are you ready to reclaim repair and knit together all pieces of the authentic you that were lost within when you were wounded in your past They can serve you now, but you have to illuminate them and see them in new light. The old stories of your life can take on new meaning. When you free yourself from their stamp on your identity, miracles can and do happen. All it takes is willingness to let go and let something new reveal inside of you and reveal itself to you. A map is appearing for you now, and it is like a spherical, sparkling hologram calling you to journey home to who you truly are. This is from... Colette Baron-Reid's book *Uncharted*. You can find out more about her at ColetteBaronReid.com, along with the Oracle School, which is closing this week for registration. So definitely get involved in that. Colette baron reed known by her fans as the Oracle, is an internationally acclaimed intuitive counselor, psychic medium, spiritual teacher, and host of TV show messages from spirits, as well as the adventures of the motorcycle medium. You can find out more at ColetteBaronReed.com. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network.
1: Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444? People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want
4: more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence, to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully don't conform, live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I'm Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio. And I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent. A part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great. Have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The Vision of Oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Vision of Oneness.
1: You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimran.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio.
2: The brand new issue of 1111 Magazine just released, and it is so beautiful, so I invite you to definitely partake in it. The feature cover individuals are J.P. Sears. If you're not familiar with his humor and his comedy, it is sarcastic and funny and very rich with wisdom at the same time. Also, we've got Dr. Love, which is Dr. Jamie Turndorf, and she talks a little bit about her story. In addition to Neil Donald Walsh's new book, Awaken the Species, a beautiful article to partake in there, and so many others, there are forgiveness sections, prayer sections, and so many beautiful areas within the magazine that it is a life enhancement tool on its own, free all of the time digitally on my website, 1111mag.com or imsimran.com. It is also now available on audio, so you can check that out as well if you are on the go, and that will allow you to grow on the go. I am with Colette Baron reed and we are talking about her brand new Oracle School, which sounds like loads of fun and lots of things that she's doing, in addition to her book Uncharted. Uh, definitely check her out at com. I've gotten her brand new Oracle deck, uh, which is the Oracle Wisdom. It is absolutely stunning, the images, the The writings, everything about it is absolutely stunning, so definitely check out all of her work. On the uncharted areas of ancient Mariner's maps, you would often see a dire warning. There be dragons! Sailors feared venturing forth into unknown waters, lest they encounter fierce monsters. Of course, the dragons weren't real, or maybe they were and we just haven't discovered their bones yet. However, the sailors' fear wasn't completely irrational. After all, some of those sailors did meet the tragic fates as ships were overcome by swells or wrecked by storms. Yet someone had to set sail for the lands undiscovered. If not, there would be nothing on the map. This is from Colette's book, Uncharted, and it goes into so much about intuition, our small fears, and how we can really follow the map, which was, of course, one of her other best-selling books, Colette, when we go into these places, we do come across the dragons, we do come across the fears, and it is that inner work that we have to do to truly get into the deep places of self-love and self-acceptance and forgiveness, which is so much of why sometimes we are taken uh, off course, uh, which I loved how you called it the scenic route. In my show, I called it the scenic route, too. I talked talked about it being the shadow side. We both did that, and I loved that when I read that. But it is the scenic route that kind of takes us off course sometimes, and there's just there are valuable lessons that we can learn even there, and we do end up at the same place regardless if we take the longer route or the straight shot, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, I mean, you know, the scenic route. We okay. So you know how people think? Oh, I, I made a wrong turn. Well, like, there was a point where I was like, Oh my God, what did I do? Right. You know, we think like, oh, geez. And then you realize, wait, I learned so much. Like, for example, when I left Hay House, and the Hay House is not just a publisher. It's really a family. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a business to those of us who have been part of it. You know, it's, it's just a different, I don't know how to explain it. It's, a, it's, just, it's just something different. And, and I thought, oh, my God, I've le- I, I, I burnt my bridges. I made such the biggest mistake in my whole life. But then I realized, wait, no, you know what? I I. I was so struggling with my identity there. I, you know, like, I wasn't doing anybody any good, including, you know, like, with all the detours I was taking. Oh, I should write about this, I should write about that. You know, so when I came back, I came back knowing who I really was, knowing my loyal, where my loyalties lie, knowing how clear and clean my message was. You know, I had matured. So I, I have to say that these detours, I, I, once I was able to step back, out of judgment, right, like getting right out of judgment, I was able to de- de- determine that, in fact, what I had done was necessary, even though there was a risk involved because I might not have been allowed back, right? You know, who knows? It was kind of like the prodigal daughter comes home, you know, but coming back with gifts, in other words, this, this strength and fortitude and, and clarity of, of mind and message, etc. So I think that I like to tell people not to judge their detours, not to, du- you know, the scenic route is uh, it, we go, it feels like we're going round and round to get to where we got to go. And, and again, what was reinforced for me, which is what I teach at Oracle School, because uh, one thing I do want to say that, um a friend of a colleague of mine said when she first heard that I had oracle school it sounded to her that I was going to train people to be like me and that's not what oracle school is at all it's it's showing you how to unlock your own inner magic which is to open up to your own oracle inside and learn to co-create with the spirit and um, you know the magic that's already in the universe you learn to partner with that so that you can Claim your unique, inspired, authentic life, and you just use oracle cards as the instrument to get there. So I don't teach like regular readings and things like that, like card readings. You're going to be—it's so much more than that. So, so um, the reason I brought that up is that what I learned and what I'm teaching in the school is that we are stories in motion, and even oracles—they they are there not to look at defined, separated moments in time. Um, that we judge as good or bad or, you know, this black and white or this concept of how we are separate from one another and from, our, from the events in our life even. You know, when people come to a, a psychic or they say, like, tell me what's going to happen, and I'm like, well, it's always in process, and nobody wants to hear that. And it's like, you know, but the truth is is that we are always evolving. If we are aware and we allow ourselves to lose the, to wear the world loosely, our experience of that evolution will be vastly different and if we're trying to control it, you know, it's, it's magnificent. And like you said, you put fulfillment as your priority and then art. I mean, isn't it true that we want to feel good, right? Like that we want to feel like we're, we're on the right track. That's a feeling state. It's not a like, Oh, I think I'm here. Right. It's not that at all. Well, and
2: I think when you talk about, you know, it's, it's this place where we want to find that fulfillment and we want to go and we want to discover who it is that we really are, every step of the way is this clarifying. It is this fine-tuning and this mastering that takes place. In the beginning of your book, you talk a little bit about uh, some of the readings that you have done with the deceased. And there's a section where you say that many of the people that are, are the deceased that you're speaking of that they are the personalities and the identities that got taken with them. And I know that in my own journey on the Rebel Road in the years that followed, so much of what felt like was being asked was this loosening of the identity, this this surrendering and letting go of all the layers of personality and identity that had been taken on. Mm-hmm. And you even kind of said that just now about loosening the world or loosing the world. Yep. So much of this uncharted path, is about loosing ourselves. It is letting go of all of those confines and costumes so that we can step more deeply into this place of magic. Uh, because if we know so much that we are the personality and identity, then there's no room for anything else to be known. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when it comes to the time piece, because so many people panic about time, what, what role does that play in... Oracle readings, or in the deceased, or in the future, because people get hung up on that. They want to know there the is future. no time. To, they, exactly so talk we a little bit about that. We create
3: in the now. Every twenty-four hours, and and it is an int- And I use the cycle of twenty-four hours because we we wake, we're aware, we you know we move around, and then we dream, we sleep. So I say, like within the twenty-four hours, our if if we are painstaking about our moment-to-moment awareness. Because, which is hard. Nobody wants to do that. Everybody, because we're actually geared to be automatic, right? That 95% mind um, that operates automatically. The subconscious is a tricky thing to to get around. <laughs> so it's it it's not for the faint of heart. You have to be really willing to be awake, and you will fall asleep. I call it spiritual narcolepsy. So um, you know, time. Time is so bizarre because the man-made time, the construct of time was created because we, of our five senses and our feeling state of growing old, right? Because our bodies can only survive for X amount of time and eventually it will expire and it ages, et cetera. So we, have, we mark time by years, ages. And then we look to the future and we want to know what time, like what will happen then. But what happens then is actually a product of what's happening now, For example, if you look at current conditions in the world, they didn't just happen now. They were set in motion in the past. So anything that we see in front of us right this second isn't really truly our reality. We don't co-create with that reality unless we're reacting to it. That's why I really train people about this concept of active awareness of being neutral you know, and stepping out and getting into neutrality where we can observe the world because then time contracts, expands, does whatever it wants to do. It's kind of bizarre. <laughs> when you've, and you've experienced it. I know you have. Yes. So, so, uh, so rather than, because people do tend to want to know about the future because they want certainty. That's, their, that's the thing. They want to know the future because they want to know the certainty of the future. But the truth is, if you really want to see in your crystal ball, look at your feeling state your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, and the actions that you're taking now and the consequences of things that you've done in the past. And if you really want a radical, rebellious shift, which is, I love that you had the rebel road thing. Like, I'm so with you on that because I'm all about be that spiritual rebel. Like, you know, just say no. You know, I am not going to be the old me, the old self. I'm going to choose a different feeling state until I can become that, right? The more you become something different or be willing to, again, that, that conscious becoming, um, then you have a greater. Well, then your future is sort of written right there. The form of it, though, will vary. Will, will never be exactly as you as you as you want it to be, or you think it go- is going to be. That's why I say release your wanting. You'll be so surprised. You'll be always happy. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, because it's going to show up in a form that's appropriate.
2: Well, and that's the thing. We have to be willing for that form mm-hmm. to change because so often it is the identity or the personality that has constructed what form it thinks it needs to be. But life yep. may end up being something different and far more fulfilling yep. if we let go of the structure or the form that we've now mm-hmm. tried to create.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Letting go of the structure and the form. That's hard because people think... Like, I'll give you a really fun example. My husband... He always thought his type, we can look at relationships, his type was skinny, tall, blonde models. That's who he was attracted to. And they all looked similar. They were kind of doe-eyed, beautiful girls that I look nothing like, okay? Like (laughs) tall, I'm like five foot four, I'm shrinking now because I'm older, you know, like that and and not curvy, slender, you know, live looking beautiful women, right? I dated, I liked men who were dark and swarthy and very masculine. Like, I like a man. I like tattoos. You know, like, I like a, I just, that's what I like. I like a real masculine looking guy. I don't like pretty boys, right? So when we met, my husband is beautiful. And when I met him, he had modeling photographs because we met each other online. And he was absolutely stunning. And he looked like Viggo Mortensen. And he's blonde, he's blue-eyed. And um, I am curvy, and when he met me, I had dark hair, and um, we were like in that moment when we met. Like I knew who he was the minute I heard his voice. It took him six months to figure out that out, which was kind of hard on my. Mind. But the <laughs> point was, is that both of us realized how we felt with the other one was like what we always wanted, but we didn't know. We didn't know that I didn't know I always wanted to feel like that. I just knew when I felt it, it was like, oh my god, this is so different. I'm, like, breathing for the first time. It was so different because I could never have conjured that up. Mm. I just knew that, uh, like, I couldn't have really felt that from a person until I knew I wanted to feel that, but I didn't know until it actually happened. And the form, the package, I mean, he's a handsome man. And we do, we're, like, frickin' frack, too. He's hysterically goofy and... You know, and he's the most faithful man. He like, you know, he's like women flirt with him all the time and he's completely blank. He doesn't even realize it's happening, which I love. <laughs> you know, and, and so I, I guess that's what I want to say to everybody. It's like, let go the form and spirit will pick, pick the right thing for you and you will be happy. Mm. Your intuition
2: is always there for you, but like a muscle, it can atrophy if you don't use it. Too often, intuition has been written off as an odd, spooky thing not to be taken seriously. Or worse, it has been condemned by those who don't understand it, is a gift from Spirit that we all have. Spirit wants you to check in, dialogue, and listen, not just on rare occasions when you're really scared or upset, and not only within the construct of religion. There are many paths to enlightenment and self-realization. Pick one, or pick three. Just do the do things and make those parts of your everyday life. Pray, meditate, or use other spiritual practices, and also consider working with the tools such as Oracle Card decks, which are like turning on your mobile device to access the GPS function, your intuition. You can find out more about Colette Baron Reed's Oracle School on her website, along with her best selling books, Uncharted and The Map. And you can also discover more about all of the other things that she has planned when it comes to that beautiful Oracle School, and grab yourself a couple of Oracle decks while you're there. ColetteBaronReed.com. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized, so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com, 1111mag.com.
4: Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence, to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at imsimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at imsimran.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I'm Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent. A part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Vision
1: You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IMSIMRON.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio.
2: When you find the courage to listen to your intuition, step off the familiar path and explore the unknown. You will be following the calling of your soul. That's what you are here for. You will get to where you were supposed to go, which you decided upon long before you came into this life. Your destination is not a place, but an experience, and there are many ways to have that experience. My guest today is Colette Baron reed and she is the best-selling author whose work has been translated into 27 languages. She's a keynote speaker, a recording artist, an entrepreneur, and was voted one of the top 100 most spiritually influential people in 2013. She is known for her uncanny, laser-sharp, intuitive insights, and she has been called 100% credible by Dr. Wayne Dyer. She has brought audiences in sold-out auditoriums across 29 countries to laughter and tears. She has now launched a wonderful new Oracle School, and the registration, I believe, is ending this week, so definitely check out her website colettebaronreed.com and find out more about get, how getting involved right away in addition to her oracle card decks and her best-selling books. Again, that's colettebaronreed.com c o l e t t e b a r o n r e i d.com. Welcome back Colette. Thank Intuition you. Great to be is here. A, it's a big uh, piece that so many people number one clamor after, or either think they don't have and they they keep searching to try to tap into that surety of the gut or the heart or wherever the intuition lays. And oftentimes people will not take the time to actually get quiet but stay in the wanting of intuition. Mm -hmm. How important is the silence when it comes to tapping into our intuition? And when you're talking about that oracle system and that inner oracle that you are going to be teaching people how to access. Huge. What what role of the silence is
3: that in your course as well? Well, I mean, it's it's a huge piece. I mean, everybody has to meditate every day. So um, one of the things that I think people forget is because we live in the culture that we do, we live in an instant culture. Is how much work that our ancient ancestors put into, um, re- readying themselves for that connection to spirit and uh and what that could look like um and so meditation and being silent is is a really big priority because you have to actually know the difference between your mind chattering and spirit's nudges and the only way you can do that is by learning techniques etc that enable you to to be in that state of receptivity and um and it, there's a, and it's a knack, right? It really is a knack to learn how to do it. Um, but with practice, it becomes easier and easier. It's just it's the level of discernment that's so key. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm going to just say the answer is yes. There, there's lots of meditation, lots of prayer, lots of uh, um, techniques that I've designed very specifically to get the mind in an observer's position. So yes,
2: lots and, and in lots. the book Unchartered, you talk about the five realms of co-creation. Mm-hmm. Speak a little bit to each of those five realms in in this last segment. Oh
3: yeah, well um, that's it's a that's kind of a loaded. It's, okay, so we everything starts in spirit. Spirit is our number one. Um, their primary reality is actually spirit. It's not form. We look at the world, we see form first. We think spirit is invisible and it's the last house. But truthfully. Everything begins in the invisible in the conscious universe, and and it is co-created and brought forth. So first we start with spirit, then we go to um, mind, and mind is like the mind of spirit, and then our mind, right? So the idea that there is a greater mind, a higher mind within us as well. Um, You know, then we have light, and the light is uh, the realm of light, which is illumination. Like, what is in the mind? Like, what is it, what is it that moves us forward? What is it that we and how do we illuminate the shadow that that drives us? Uh, you know, into areas of our world that you know aren't just aren't good for us, and then um, making peace with that shadow, and then we look at the realm of energy, which is you know energy in motion. How do our emotions actually? dynamically connect to the world of form and our intentions, and how do they, do they, um, how do they play out when we are in this state of awareness? And of course, the last house on the road is the realm of form, and form is the thing that uh, is the surprise. <laughs> so, you know, we say, like, don't, don't, don't want the form so much as you want the feeling, and and uh, and that's actually what we do in the realm of energy We we determine the feeling state. Um, so it really is kind of a treatise on. Um, you know, the book is really, a, I think, an invitation to look at how we co-create reality and how we, you know, how we can do that with a greater sense of awareness and, and joy.
2: You write in the book, the task in the realm of light is to practice radical acceptance and forgiveness of yourself and others. Mm-hmm. This is the place of freedom and creativity where spirit and the mind commingle and create the spark that is the light of illumination, understanding, and transformation. Mm-hmm. That those pieces of radical acceptance and forgiveness are incredibly important just in general. How are they important in allowing our intuition and connection to our own oracle? Repeat your question. How do radical acceptance and forgiveness Ah, deepen our intuition and connection to our own inner oracle?
3: Okay, so... First of all, when we have something that we need to forgive, we are looking at ourselves through a skewed lens because we and and others, because that becomes a heavy load. so we so forgiveness and radical acceptance first have to come because we have to see that, yes, this is exactly what has happened, this is what it is. So we look at everything allowed to being allowed to exist. if we don't take the world personally, we can see that every action, every event, every person is their own integrous, you know, dot, if you will, or blob. And we have to decide, do we want to carry this with us? Um, because all these things prevent us from tuning in to our intuition, to our inner voice, because it's, it's also chatter that we're having to listen to, too. So... Um, So that's really what I have to say about that. It's about removing the blocks so you you can move beyond the chatter.
2: Okay, wonderful. Colette, we have just a minute or so left, and I want you to share with everyone again about the Oracle School and um, when the final dates of registration are or any other things that you want to add in regard to any upcoming events that you have.
3: Yeah, perfect. Well, I'm super excited about it. We have, it's on sale now. Uh, The bonuses are amazing. We're giving everybody a... a ticket to uh, Oracle Palooza, which is happening uh, somewhere in the southern U.S. between uh, probably late July, early August. It's worth a thousand dollars. We are, um, you know, having all kinds of bonuses with the with the registration. Our registration ends at uh, midnight on on August. No, excuse me, April sixth this Thursday. And uh, they can find out about it if they go to uh, oracleschool.com forward slash enroll. And there's a video that just talks about, you know, the school and what to expect, etc. Or you can go to Oracle Insiders, the Oracle School Insiders group on Facebook. And there's there's former students and there's new students in there that are all chattering about the school. So if people want to connect with people who have actually studied with me and what they can expect, they can meet people there and, and really get a feel for what they're, what they're coming to do and how much fun they're going to have. Well, it is
2: always a pleasure to have you on, Colette. I love Thank watching
4: you.
5: and
2: hearing the things that you're doing, and I love your rebel personality. <laughs> and, the, the way that you show that spirit can show up in so many beautiful, wonderful ways. So thank you for your work in the world. Definitely connect with Colette Barron-Reed at colettebarronreed.com. Check out her books, Uncharted and The Map, and tune in for her Oracle School. Sounds like a blast. Until next week, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well.
1: Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality.